podcast, we have Lara. She will be joining me, or is joining me, to talk about tattoos and anything surrounding it. So welcome, and thank you for being on uh, my podcast today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to chat about this. There's, it's always fun when you can get to talk about your tattoos and artwork and the origination of it all. Agreed, agreed. So we'll start with this. What do you... What do your tattoos mean to you? What do ta- not even your tattoos? What do tattoos mean to you in general? Ooh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, at least tattoos for me in general, they always they feel mm, they always feel like they're their own story. They're your personal milestones. I know some people very much enjoy tattoos and get them just for the sake of getting them and I, I mean good for them but me personally they're personal memory milestones that's true and the fact that people will say well that's what photographs are for it's like but you can lose photographs I've lost many I can't count over the years of the tattoos that I got and I'm like are you kidding me That, and especially when it's a dope shot of whatever you just tattooed and you can't find it, it, it sucks. I know exactly how it feels. Yeah. Well, it's not even just that. Like, just from specific memories in general, like, you will take a photo of you and your friends, but there's maybe the file got corrupted or it's a physical copy and it got lost. And now you're just relying on your own memory about that photograph, where at least with a tattoo, even if you aren't going potentially later on in life, maybe remember why you got it, that memory is still there. It's true. I, I agree. It's your physical memory. Okay, well, speaking of memories, have you ever, uh, did you ever get a tattoo done while you were traveling at any point in time? Or do you normally keep it local and stick with the same tattoo artist? So, I have seven different tattoos. Okay. Three of them were done from one artist, and the other four have all been separate artists. Oh, a bit of a cheater. <laughs> tattoo cheater. Tattoo artist cheater. Uh, I mean, I mean, slightly. Mm-hmm. Like, I, the, the funniest one about that when it comes to traveling, or at least ta- traveling and tattooing, is the one I have on my wrist. It's a smaller, dainty one. Um, I've, I got that done while in college while I was studying abroad in Ireland. Oh, that's badass. Done by a Californian. Ironically. Yeah. (laughs) Traveled, traveled 3,000 miles from home and got a tattoo in between lectures. And my tattooer happened to be from 6,000 miles away in California. You ended up with a tattoo artist that was where you were at that point in time or was it a you know hey you know what this is the guy i found might as well just get it done well it was kind of a window of opportunity i i'm very much into like when it comes to tattoos and tattoo shops at least specifically um very much into doing my research on the shop the cleanliness the record their reviews their like and part of it being word of mouth it just happened to be my window of time that I was able to get it done. Yeah. And he was a guest artist, excuse me, guest artist at shop. So I was like, well, I mean, it never hurts getting from a guest artist because sometimes those are some of like the dopest 
like artwork. Now what I got was rather small and dainty, so really didn't fully matter who had done it because it isn't one of my more in-depth tattoos, but it is one of my happiest memory tattoos. Uh, I have those, I have a few of those. <laughs> like, I mean, it's a, it's a Celtic heart. Um, oddly enough, it took me longer to walk from campus to the tattoo parlor and back than it did for me to get my tattoo. Wow, how far was it? Um, it was probably about a, it was about a 20 minute walk one way. So 40, 45 minute walk round trip and the tattoo itself only took 20 minutes. Oh, what time of the year was it? Um, October. Oh, great. Yeah. Freezing. <laughs> well, close, 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 it close to it. Cool off. Though, like it just started to cool off a little bit, like a, a, like probably a slightly heavy sweatshirt was all that was really needed. Okay, okay. And the tattoo... Yeah, it was about a 20-minute walk to from campus to town. 20 minutes for the tattoo and about another 20-minute walk back. My friend who was in my next lecture with me, he's like, um, where did you go? I'm like, I got a tattoo. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I got a tattoo. Nice. Oh. Like, you Americans... He was Irish. He's like, you Americans are weird. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Hey, I've done it, and... I see it as if there's, like you said, if there's that window of opportunity, I will get it done. It's just exactly. that. I, huh? It's just that, that rush you get. Oh, yeah. Well, I tend to try to get my tattoos done when it gets cool in cooler weather anyways. Easier to keep clean, easier to, I mean, they're a little hard to keep moisturized, but easier to keep clean, easier to keep protected. You're not trying to go swimming or be at the beach or anything of the sort. Do you have a daily routine? When it comes to, you know, when you get your fresh tattoo done after, do you bandage it? Do you not bandage it? You know, do you have a special, as much as everyone, most people hate the word ointment, but do you have a special ointment right. for it? Um, when I first get like a, a fresh tattoo, I usually leave, I leave it bandaged for probably about five to six hours afterwards. Um, that's usually partially because I'll travel time most of the time when I've gone and gotten tattoos um I've had to make at least a decent hike outside of my 20 minute walk overseas um I've done a, on average a minimum of an hour drive one way okay that's not so bad yeah so I usually between five and six hours from initial bandage wrapping uh, to when I actually take it off because I'll usually stop and get some dinner or have to run an errand before I get home and when I get home I want to let my body wind down a little bit before I take the bandage off try to have the blood pressure slow down a little bit yeah um because at least at that point um it by that point it has stopped oozing a bit and try to let it um, air dry. I like using A and D ointment for the first like three days. That's not bad. Mm -hmm. Between the first two to three days, it was a little harder on some of my bigger tattoos. On my smaller ones, it was really easy. On my bigger ones, I'm like, I'm going through so much A and D because this thing is huge. Do you I get half sleep? Did you get help for it with uh, putting it on, or do you just do it on your own? I um I just do it on my own. Okay. The only one I had issues with is I had one on my shoulder blade, and conveniently, I was still living at, the, at home at the time, so I was like, Ma, I need your help. I can't reach. <laughs> and what about your placements? Do you have any uh, regrets when it comes to placements, or 
none at all. Not or... any of my placements. Oddly, oddly enough, as, as poetic and all tattoo life, I slightly regret my first one. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I was, I was 19 and kind of naive a little bit. I mean, I did my research. The shop was pleasing. It was all well done. Yeah. But they, with being 19, it was very much like kind of shrugged and you're a 19 year old college girl like you're gonna be happy with whatever kind of thing that kind of sucks why what, what what's that story so i um was living in pittsburgh um <laughs> steelers gotten, um, <laughs> so part of it was so so i was like my freshman year of college and a couple months prior, I had actually just gotten my industrial piercing done in my ear. Oh, one that of my was favorites. Kind of funny because I kind of do that to terrify my roommate. She was a cow, but true. <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit of a tomboy, and she was extremely girly girl. Oh, and like anything like extreme piercings or tattoos or anything, she was like pearl clutching. <laughs> <laughs> so I got my industrial done and she gasped and I was like, okay, it worked. But fortunately that following semester I switched roommates, but I was like, well, I kind of now that it's like, I'm 19 and in college and I'm like, well, I really want to get a tattoo. And my roommate, my new roommate at the time, she was like, yeah, that sounds fun. That sounds great. Well, we both decided to get a tattoo. We, we did a research. We walked to the shop and figure out where it was. I mean, this was before both of us had a car. Downtown Pittsburgh's decently walkable. Okay. It's a city, so. Uh, sorry? It's a city, so it'll be easier to get yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Pittsburgh is extremely confusing at times. <laughs> Haven't been yet, but I heard. <laughs> oh, it's a great city. I would, um, the public transportation is all right. It is pretty decently walkable. It is very confusing driving. There are a lot of one-way streets. And it's hard to tell people, they're like, well, how do you know where you're going while you're in college? I'm like, there's no one-way walking. Exactly. You just take whatever route you can to get there. It's, that's it. And you can take the same one back. Exactly. Driving, you go one way, and you have to take a different route back. Super expensive U-turns. That's a killer on gas. Pretty much. So, yeah, so I ended up like walking. So me and my roommate, so we ended up going to this tattoo shop. I got my first one on my hip. She got hers on the top of her foot. I'm like, you are a brave girl for getting your very first one on the top of your foot. On her foot. On her foot. I thought I was going to pass got, out when I got mine on my yeah, foot. Yeah, nah, nah. I did, my, I did one on my hip. It's a little bit smaller than a silver dollar size. Oh, okay, okay. I have there done too. And I think my soul left my body when I got it done. Mine wasn't too bad. There was a portion of it. I mean, it's music related. It's kind of done in the tribal style because I wanted something that was semi-dainty, but not because I was still very much in my tomboyish, like, persona. Yeah. At the time. I'm a lot more girly and feminine now than I was then. Okay. I was very much being... I mean, I was still, I was still much being like kind of girly, but I was very much to be like that tomboy girl. Did you find that as you, <clears throat> sorry, did you find that as you got older, the type of tattoos that you got kind of changed? I did. They did. They started getting more detailed and bigger and more well done. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, that was like, I want, this is where I ended up talking about, um, kind of us going through things, kind of where the humor of religion gets roped in. Mm -hmm. So, with my very first tattoo, I told my mom, and I told her not to tell my dad. <laughs> well, she did. My dad is retired military and a Russian Orthodox priest. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Just, just full of tattoo welcoming. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have like the mixed feelings because with him being military, but yeah. also being religion. And he's like, you did what now? Yeah. He's like, what made you think that was okay? Well, I'm 19. Oh, Legal. So now, now, seven <laughs> tattoos later, he actually absolutely loves my tattoos. Oh, that's good. That's so good. Because that's the, that's the thing when it comes to tattoos. It's having that... Having your friends and family understand where you're coming from and your personality and how you want to express yourself. Some might understand and some don't. And I find that within the tattoo community, a lot of us have had that issue. Where, you know, yeah. you get those questions of what do you... You know, do you think it's going to look the same when you get older? What if you don't do it the right way? And it's all these questions that come to you. And I mean, at the end of the day, I see it as as long as you like what's on your body and you made that decision, I don't see a problem. Well, I ended up kind of sort of being the black sheep a bit of the family. And I broke the ice in like the within the immediate two generations of my family. Yeah. To, being more public about my tattoos so now more of my family actually has them now mm -hmm. and i was the start of it oddly enough my mom has four of them mm. when did you get them so my second tattoo i have matching semi-matching with my mom as her first oh that's sweet i love matching the reason tattoos semi-matching is when we originally got them done they matched almost identical she now has expanded on that a little bit and has incorporated more detail. Um, there are butterflies on her ankle. Oh, My mom beautiful. became a big, um, became a real big avid runner. She's done 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, full marathons. And with this butterfly tattoo, she's expanded it and has put like her half marathon and marathon milestones within the filigree of the butterfly like detailing. Oh, I love adding to tattoos. It's the best. <laughs> it's so, so the foundation soothing. is still the same, and you can still see where our tattoos were the same. She just added on to it to have these her personal milestones intertwined within it. Yeah. Did you do it as well? Are no, you thinking I of doing that? No, not with running, but just adding to the tattoo that you got with no, her. I haven't I haven't thought of doing that yet. Mm -hmm. Um Part of it is, I feel like for me, at least for me personally, since a lot of, like I said in the beginning, that these being like memory milestones, I haven't had something to associate, to, to connect to the memory of that piece yet. Okay, okay. Maybe even like but down for the me, line. I guess to add on to it, I would have to have something that feels related to it. Yeah. And that and does that make, make sense. sense. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Because you want to make sure that especially when you're adding, it's not just kind of something you're throwing on and, you know, you don't really care down the line. Because it's one thing if you get one that's, you know, on the fly, for yourself. I've done it before. But 
when you do something that, you know, you get that matching tattoo, you want to make sure that, hey, you look at it and every time you do, you smile. I mean, well, for the most part, all my tattoos, I smile when I look at them, but, you know, there's always those matching ones that you can say no matter what, you can look back on and say, I'm, I'm still happy that I have this. Yeah. Well, my mom and I, we have two that match. Okay. Well, origination match. Okay. The the butterfly one's the only one she added on to. But the other one we have matching um, are a pair of roses. I have mine on my shoulder blade. She has hers on her hip. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, They're, mm-hmm, they're pink and blue roses cause, mm-hmm. uh, for her parents. My grandmother and my grandfather... My grandmother beat breast cancer. My grandfather beat prostate cancer. Amazing. So those are those respective... Um, colors for those cancers. Yep. Yep. And I've seen a few of those too. The, uh, the, you know, any form of tattoo that's related to something serious that, you know, a family member or friend has gone through. And I, I think that's, I love that we're also incorporating that into our body art as well, you know? Oh, yeah. So those, we, me, I know neither of us have added on to it because those are very specific to my grandparents. Mm-hmm. and they're not your stereotypical of just the ribbon because it's like we want it to mean more than just oh look this is what this is yeah it's like no this is meant to be more than that yeah because every time you look at it you want to say hey i know why i have this this is unique to me i went out of my way and i want to make sure that i you know i'm happy with this and that's why i always say and i tell people <laughs> if you're gonna do it Take your time to think about it. I don't care if it's your first tattoo or your hundredth tattoo. There are people who don't care and just do whatever they want. Don't get me wrong, that's dope. But for the most part, if you don't know what you want, it's always best to wait. And I've heard tattoo artists say that. I've spoken to many, many, many artists and they say, hey, I, they'll say flat out. Some, some of them won't do it if you really don't know what you want. Because if you're kind of going back and forth and you're indecisive, a, you're wasting time, and B, yeah, it does it. To me, it's kind of like okay, you know what? Maybe take a step back, go home, think about it for maybe a few days, another month or so, and then revisit that situation versus just jumping into it and then you turn around oh, and you're yeah. upset. So what I've actually from a couple of the a couple of my artists, as I've now had five different artists tattoo on me. Um, what some of them have done is if they've been very torn about an idea, if they're kind of caught between two or three different ideas and they're not even really related, mm-hmm. they'll um, do a rough sketch of whatever they kind of feel pulled towards in yes. Sharpie. Yes. Let them live with that for a few days if they still feel like they are comfortable looking at that. Because Sharpie sticks around for at least a decent while, especially on me. Holy crap. Sharpie does not come off my skin. I've had Sharpie marker on me last like four, five, six, seven days. And I'm like, that's awesome. It is, it is great. And when you, funny thing is, I've never had to actually turn around and say, well, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. Naturally, I haven't from either, school. but I had to do on some details. Well, see, that's, that's different. I think that's different because if you're doing, if it's details, you want to take your time. A lot of the times that's why I just kind of, more or less I'll do outlined work and I'll leave that negative space for any additions that I want to have. But for yeah. the most part, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty confident whenever I go in there, you know, I have to kind of psych myself up and lie to myself mentally that it's not going to hurt, even though it does. Because I'm uh, when it comes oh, yeah, to that. You're like, oh, I don't remember this 
hurting that bad. Blah, blah, blah. You get that first first drag with the needle. Nope, nope. I vividly remember this. I don't know why I agreed <laughs> to this. Why? Yeah, you're just like, I, I need to just pump my brakes and uh, take a few steps back and think about it. The best I love is when they say, hey, you want to take a break? And I'm like, no, no, no. We're just going to go right through it. But then as soon as I hear, hey, you know what? If the artist says they want to go to the bathroom or take a smoke break or whatever it is, oh, it's it's the best words you hear in the world when they want to take that five second or you know five minute break oh yeah oh totally totally (laughs) i have um one of my tattoos is along my ribs oh i have a piece some but not all i would never do my ribs again oh me either oh me either yeah (laughs) those are the longest two hours of my life yeah yeah uh the friend who came with me i turned her fingers purple Oh my goodness! I squeeze her hand so hard. That's I didn't insane. move. I didn't move like a muscle, and the artist loved the fact that I did move. But oh dear God! <laughs> I had to get part of it touched up because for some odd reason, right around my like hip area, I have a real hard time holding on to color. Black, not a problem. Color, big issue. Oh, right. I can't do color. Unfortunately, it sucks because I have darker skin. So. Like reds will hold, but for the most part, I can get color, but I'd have to keep touching it up if I did it. Uh, I have green, green. It like, I have um, part of a cherry blossom branch on my ribs and okay. I have some of the green leaves on it. And the green from the leaves just all pushed out. Oh, that's brutal. And how many times? All of it. How long after did you have to get it uh, redone? Or touched up, so, sorry. So oddly enough, I wasn't able to get it touched up by the original artist. I was very sad about that because I loved the artist and I loved the shop. But because they were also in Pittsburgh, but they were actually charging a fair price for that t- for their tattooing and not for the market. Because yeah. with it being a city, they were always more expensive. Yeah. So they were actually doing like fair pricing on their tattoos instead of upcharging. Have you done any flash tattoos? No. Uh, well, technically the butterfly is like a partial flash. That's the one with your mom that you got. No, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. That's like, it was a partial flash. Like the butterfly itself was a flash, but all of the detailing and scroll work around it was all like on the fly. Yeah. Well, that makes it, that's, that's pretty cool. And every time... I've thought about getting a flash, which I guess it's a flash, but it's not. It, I did think about it ahead of time, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, I still do want to make sure that it's something that I want to have on me for the rest of my life as well. Yeah. So that can be the hard part, but I, I, I get that adrenaline rush when I'm able to say, hey, you know what? I just want to get a tattoo today. Right. It doesn't have to be anything big. You're just in that mood. And there are certain spots I find hurt more than others, which most people are aware of. But I find when it comes to the army, (laughs) (laughs) ribs are the, oh, and I have it from this. It's going from the shoulder to my full, my full right side is done. So it's one of those, I didn't do it all at once, but once you do your ribs, you feel like life is ending at that moment. Right. I, I don't think I would ever, ever, you know what? I'm lying. I will do my ribs again, but the point is, in my mind, I'm not going to do my ribs again. That's what it is. I'm, I'm pretty solid that unless I have to touch up or it has to be some like fantastically massive 
teeth yeah. that happens to go over my ribs, I'm not like willingly being like, just slap one right there on my ribs. Just right <laughs> in the middle, just, just have at it. Exactly. I'm not going to just proactively offer somebody to tattoo my ribs. <laughs> oh, oh, I, were you the same way where like I, I couldn't stand feeling my rib like my individual ribs vibrating yeah. <laughs> I told you my soul left my body oh goodness gracious I, like I have one of my my other matching one I have with my mom is on my shoulder blade that one just felt like an irritated sunburn yeah and yeah that was extra cakewalk in comparison to my ribs that's what my yeah. foot felt that's how my it just burned and burned and i was like okay cool so this is this is it this is this is final no more <laughs> i won't be able to feel my foot after this it was satisfying <laughs> watching them do it but the pain that you know i felt i i just didn't think it would have been that annoying yeah. I didn't think yeah, it like, would have been I, that I generally, that's how I felt with my shoulder. I'm like, this is after a while. I'm like, you know what? I'm just irritated. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I come, like I said, I come mentally prepared. I try to tell myself, you know what? You're going to do this. I'll even ask, you know, how do you, how do you feel about this? How do you, you know, did you get it done? And, you know, one a tattoo artist who actually did my feet, he said, it's, it's going to feel a little spicy. That's what he, and that is the point. <laughs> That's a great description. The perfect, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it actually does feel like that, but it feels like, you know, eight hot sauces with like, I don't know, fire and boiling water all at once on my foot. Okay, I'm exaggerating, yes. But the point is in my mind at that time- I know time, what you mean. That's how it felt. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I get some massive kickouts. So one of my other tattoos, I, as I kind of briefly mentioned earlier, I have an entire half sleeve nice. all the way around from top of my shoulder just to right above my elbow, like inside, outside, all like it is. I have, so with me mentioning about my dad being retired military, mm-hmm. he joined the military or joined the Navy when I was three months old. Okay. And retired just after my 17th birthday. Hmm. That's so long. Yeah, a that's a long kid. time. Mm-hmm. So I'm a military kid. So it is a like 14th century style nautical map oh. that is around my arm. Oh, wow. Okay, I have to see that. You know, I, I've got to see that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like I will send you a picture. Yes, of course. You know I'm gonna <laughs> anything pertaining to tattoos, hands down. And I've always said, even you know, when it comes to uh, getting another one done, I'm torn between two, but I know one of them for sure is tribal. But the problem is, I want to make sure I do enough research to know an accurate, well-represented appropriate tribal exactly and not just go out there and say hey you know i want a bunch of lines done when that's not what tribal is it's there's so much more to it than that and that's you know another discussion i want to have in another podcast as well when it comes to just you know older type uh type of tattoo art but for now i just you know i want to sit there and just do more research and say okay i can at least say hey you know what uh, it's time. This is what it's supposed to be. You know, I found the right person. And so I just sent you a, a video actually right after I got it done. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'll take a look at right that. Now. I'll take a look at that when we, uh, 
when this is over. Yeah. So that I can. Yeah, it is. It, it, um, easiest representation before it got all red and irritated, Mm -hmm. since it's still that fresh. Like, this is literally, I just happened to see that it is literally the video that I took right after I got it done. (laughs) That's the best to it. It Oh, don't you like it when you, you, as soon as you get your tattoo done, don't you feel like a whole different person? Yes. Well, the amount of adrenaline you feel after getting it done, just your body just has, like, I did my half sleeve over the course of three sessions. I realized in the process of getting my half sleeve, uh, I, my max setting time is roughly five hours. Okay. That's not bad. Like, unless we're working on something a little bit different, right around five hours is my max for the fact that I just... I'm at that point tired and irritated. Yeah. Like my blood sugar is low. <laughs> this is usually after already we stopped and eaten at least once. <laughs> it's true. You have usually to. Usually at that point, me and my tattoo are both like, all right, we're calling quits. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I can write it out. I, I can write out a session. But for the most part, like I said, if the artist says, hey, do you want a break? I have no problems taking a break. But in my mind, I secretly feel like I'm going to, pu- like, I'm punking out if I say I want a break. I secretly feel like that's what it is. Right? Well, I lucked out on the fact that the one comes back and you're both like, you know what, we're kind of hungry. So we got food, took like a 20 minute like break so we could yes. eat and get our blood sugars back up. Yeah. And that's when you get to, that's when you get that time to think to yourself, do I really want to get back to this? Or? Well, like, <laughs> so, so when you get the chance to look at that video and with this, with half sleeve, with, with this, my tattooer, has six different needles, six different tattoo gun needles. Mm-hmm. And in the process of doing this tattoo, he used five of the six. Okay, yeah. Not very many people know that tattoo artists use more than one needle. You can use one needle, of course. But yes. yeah, over the a years, lot of them I've learned. Only, at least a lot of them that I've interacted with tend not to use any more than three in a session. Yeah, it de- it, you know what it is? It depends on the work you're getting done. It does, it does. And the type of the style you do. Oh, yes, totally. Well, for the fact that this has so many different line thicknesses, he ended up using five of the six in one session. Mm-hmm. And he would actually, like, tell me when he was switching them because some of them were for specific thicker lines, thinner lines. Some of them he had to make. There's, I have equator lines across my um, arm, and he had to do them in one jaunt. And oh. they are five and a half to six inch long lines. And he's like, I need to do this in one shot. Yep, I know how that feels. Yep, that was my ribs. They're like, you you have to sit. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) That's all I could think of. You've got to be kidding me. (laughs) Yeah. I did it, but still. Right, right. He's like, I have to get this in one shot so it stays straight. Do not move. That's, you know, okay. And that adds to me, I think that touches a topic of tattoo etiquette. I find a lot of people, not all, but a lot of people don't understand that there is such thing. It's kind of like an unwritten rule. Like there are things, for example, if you know you're hairy and you want a tattoo, shave that area or expect that the artist might have to. Yeah. You know. Well, all of mine, all of my, I, I have very fine, light, light hairs. And nice. they've all shaved it prior anyways. Even if I did it already, they went over just in case. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Make sure to tune in for episode two with Laura as we further discuss etiquette and more in the tattoo world. 
For any questions or suggestions, please feel free to reach out to splashpurplemedia at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram or Facebook at Splash Purple Media. Like, share, and subscribe.